I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. You like that? Huh? <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome to probably going to be the most disappointing hour of your life because there's no way I can explain why I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> I've got an idea. I just farted. <laughs> Suck my balls. <laughs> okay. Hey. <clears throat> if we started, okay. Hey, everybody, welcome to Just Be Cousins. I'm Jason Mark, and with me is my brother from another mother, saying grandmother, Joe Neal. Unfortunately, we will not have our uh, sister from another mister whose brain is so sharp it's like playing a game of spider twister shags but um she's not gonna be here for a bit but we wanted to she listens to the show when she's not here we want to say hey you got our support and we know you're dealing with what you are um what you're dealing with yeah yeah well shags will be back in a little while yeah um, I was screaming, suck my bulls, mm-hmm. because it was funny. I watched our <laughs> listenership go from like 4,000 to four. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way for me to identify how that happened. But, uh, oh, man, I thought I'm... I'd scream, suck my bulls at the 3,000. 994 people that stopped listening to our show last week. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. What's our name of our podcast? Just be and, okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Because, you know, I can scream, suck my balls at those people. They're not going to hear it. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be any consequences. Anyway. Hello, Ian Sane. Okay, so... He it was it's just Ian Sane again, and he well, okay. only and he listened four times, so that's where the four listens came from. Yeah, well, okay, this will be the test, right? This is episode two ten, um, okay. and today today it says on the thing it says today we had eight listens, but this week we had two thousand two hundred and twenty two. So, yeah, ever since you gave me access to that thing, I've been trying to figure out how it works, and. Yeah. It seems like an illusion. Yeah, I, I don't know what it does, but but for what it's worth, if we're gonna you know try to live with the illusion and be with it. All you listener out there, you're just an illusion. You're not even real. We will post this show ASAP and then we'll see if the you know, it's like, oh, new episode listeners go up, but it's like, no, nah, the algorithm forgot about us, so screw you. Yeah. Could be. Okay. Anyway, I figure I can just I have I have total you know what? Who am I kidding? I always had total freedom on this show, but yeah. now it's now there. it's it's not me not caring what other people think. It's mm-hmm. there being no people for whom I should care. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Um sorry, I'm grabbing all <laughs> my beers. Uh the uh Yes, the... earlier if I'm on edge, man. <laughs> I don't think so, but I, I got it. I'm gonna admit, going from four thousand listeners to eight. Oh, you said it was eight now. Yeah, it's eight. It's I eight. was I was a little deflated by that, but that was like those two days ago. Yeah. It's it's really what's on my mind right now is Taco Bell. Wait a minute, two days ago it was only at four, and now it's only at eight. Yeah, it was an illusion. Here's something that's nice about being an obscure podcast that no one listens to. We can steal things like the intro. We could, 
we like it. If we ever got famous, we'd have to get rid of it. But till then, good. We like it. That's true. Yeah, we yeah. can just do whatever we want. That's right. I got to embrace the freedom. Anyway, I, you're probably right. I am on edge, but I'm on edge because my job at Taco Bell is very stressful. Mm, mm. And and it's been a while since I've just flat out bitched about my job as soon as I show up on the show. That used to be my normal thing. Like, hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm like, well, everything <laughs> fucking sucks because I have to work so hard. <laughs> Um, and uh, and so I'm back to that. And I never felt like you were moaning and groaning outside of your purview. Like purview is the wrong word. Sorry. Um, you know, you come on and at least you would make it funny. You would say, "Today I shit my pants four times, and here's what each one looked like." And I would laugh because you're not talking about like little rocks or you know great big. Anyway, the point is, uh, you can say whatever you want, Joe. I'm always entertained. Well, I don't have any specific complaints about Taco Bell. I just um it's just that there's been a lot of there's been a lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. And that means not only the shitheads that are ordering 12 tacos and nachos and falupas each and not for their families just to stuff into their own gullets, like not just those people that are lined up to eat too much Taco Bell. I'm disgusted by those fucking sons of bitches, but the staff, the other people, the people alongside me, my colleagues, yeah. slinging, slinging tacos. 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 Boy, there's just been a lot of issues. Okay. It's been difficult. People have been having trouble getting along. Okay. Both those who eat the tacos and those who sling the tacos at so, Taco Bell. So you guys, it's have... like been taco hell on earth. Taco hell on earth. Coming soon to a theater near you. So you. You're stressed from work. And yeah. And you're stressed from work, which is understandable given what you said. Do you feel like this is a uh a seasonal or an occasional like is this was all this crap with the tacos going on because it's that time of year because of the pandemic or, or is it just like sometimes it's like this and then it goes down and then up and then down. It's a sine wave. A Seinfeld wave. I think I think it does go up and it just goes up okay. and down. Up, right. and up, up and down. Up and down. Up and down. All right, so let's... Down. So I'm going to ask you a question. Whenever I think of up and down, do you, uh-huh. have, I ever talked about, have I ever talked about this on the show before? Up and down. <laughs> no. Because... Okay. <laughs> but I Tim want Median that to be... used to sing... Timidian <laughs> used to sing an, an insane clown posse song to me. <laughs> I didn't know it was insane clown posse, but I just thought it was something he came up with, and it yeah. made me fucking laugh really hard. And now every time I hear up and down, I think up and down because this is what he's. <laughs> this is an insane clown posse song. Yeah, okay? I'm gonna go get um, it. Tell me what the title is. Oh uh, shit! I don't even know the name of the song. I don't even know if I'm gonna get the lines right. It's oh, like yeah, playing ahead. a game of telephone with myself over 20 years. I probably have completely rewritten the entire verse now. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it. It's um. Let me see. Uh. Your mom shows up to a hotel eight. Oh, oh man! <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm not gonna get this right. It's um, your dad shows up with a frown. Your mom's getting down with an insane clown, waving my butt cheeks up and down. <laughs> okay, I'm, this it's about it's about Shaggy Two Dope from the Insane Clown Posse fucking your mom fucking your mom, fucking your mom. Fucking your mom. at a Motel 8 okay. finger in the butt strawberry shake dad <laughs> shows up with a frown waving my butt takes up and down 
I gotta find it now. This is gonna be the rest of the show is me trying to find this and not caring that I'm typing really loud. I did want to ask you a question. Can't you just if you popped in finger in the butt strawberry shake? But okay. you have to type it in pronounced just like that. Finger in the butt strawberry shake. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Found it. Yeah, it's called Who Asked You? Drank my Fucking last your cup mom of. mom in a hotel in a motel eight. Yeah, Dad shows up with a frown, waving my butt cheeks up and down. Up and down. Nate the Mac and Jump Steady. Rude Boy Regis, Kathy Lee. Okay. Um, I understand that. I want to... Well, you just... Should I, should, I or, should, order it, should I order it like we're getting it sent to us? Should I play it or is it too... It might not come through. I, I don't know. I don't think I even got... Again, I haven't checked in on this in a long time. Yeah. But whenever I hear up and down, I think of Tomedian dancing around, singing a song about the finger in the butt at a Motel 8. Okay. Can you hear that? Yep. Oh, shit. I hit... Instead of hitting stop on the stupid song, I hit stop on our recording, but I fixed it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is a sad state of affairs. It is. There's going to be a little... I mean, our people already heard a Listen little... Listen to this terrible, insane, clown <laughs> posse song. Oh, you know what? Let me stop that. Instead, I'll stop the podcast and we'll continue to listen to this piece of shit. It was... Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's what I... I it, that's not a very well done uh, piece of music. Maybe this is early in their early years. They didn't have the kind of producers that do the magic... I remember actually hearing it and being totally disappointed and preferring Tomedian and and yes. just going back to Tomedian and be like, can I hear your version again with the, your stupid little dance? Because yours is way better than the professional rappers. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, IPC, for God's sake, um, you guys. The 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 okay. Can uh, I just talk shit about Insane Clown Posse? I don't really have anything against those guys. I'm just not. I'm kind of fans of theirs. Ironically, they're right. one of those bands where I, I'm like, I really get a lot out of them existing. Sure, yeah, but it's exactly, me yeah. being an asshole about it. Right. Well, no, I mean, hey, to each his own. To you, your own. The uh, fact that you recognize that they bring you joy, or at least peace of some kind, tranquility. I don't know, complacency. Oh, they brought me actually some some true joy. I just had another memory of, of Insane Clown Posse. And this is Timedian again, because I guess Timedian had a little phase there where he was really enjoying their work, I guess. We'll have to interview him about it and his relationship yeah. with ICP. But I remember him letting me listen to this song where they were, fr they were freestyling. At least okay. that's... They set the stage where it's like, all right, we're just freestyling now. And one of the insane clown posse was doing a terrible job. Like, I mean, it was just so fucking bad that suddenly you just you the rapping stopped. And then you heard like a screen door open and like a door slam because he left. <laughs> like a motherfucking bunch of You smile more. I love my nutsack drag on the tile floor. I kick freestyles for miles. My gold comes in piles. I worked on Belle Isle. I picked up deer shit and now I spit raps. I snap your neck because my freestyles are fresh. 
And I thought that was really funny. I was like, yeah. he really sucks. And then you just heard him leave. In fact, I think you might have even heard like a car start outside and he drives away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, a, I feel like Insane Clown Posse maybe are just comedians. Well, yeah, that's there's been plenty of that's it. Conspiracy They're clowns. Theories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. Um, you're right about, though, liking Tim's version better. Um, obviously, this happens to a lot of people. I, I've i never heard the Nelly song that Weird Al parodied. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I, I never heard his version, so I only ever heard Weird Al's version. I listened to it a lot because that's when they What is Weird out. Al's version? What song are you talking about? It, it's about cleaning up. It's getting hot in here. Yeah, it's, it's getting... Yeah, it's, it's that song, right. Um, yeah. But it's about cleaning up the house, and there's mops and brooms, and, and I can try to find it, but... Um, um, what does he say? What's the main line? I'm sorry. I'm just super curious. It's no, killing no, me that I can't yeah. come up with something on my no, own. Yeah. No. Um. So there's there's Mr. Nellward. I'm going to do the yeah. weird out one. Uh, parody. Parody. Uh, hot in here parody. Oh, it spelled... needs a mop in here or oh, it's, something? It's Trashy Day. Do you want to earn your degree faster? Then now we're, we're um, pimping for Purdue I feel like here. you're torturing me psychologically on purpose yeah. or something. No, it's never on purpose. I really recognize it happens a lot. But Why can't you tell me the name of the Weird Al song? Do you really not remember? Or yeah, you just it's trying called to Trashy me? Day. Trashy Day? Oh! Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that, now that's enough. But um, I never heard, uh, I had never heard the real version, and so I wouldn't listen to the real version. If it occasionally came up, and I was like, oh, I guess that's okay, but I much prefer the version that. Uh, and so he says, "It's trashy day in here." That doesn't make any sense. What does he say? Let me find the lyrics then. You are on uh -huh. edge. I kind of like it. Stupid lyrics, L Y R. No, like I, I'm, I'm baffled that that you that you don't know this. Like this isn't in your brain, or are you holding it back? Joe, I'm to, very to drunk me. right now. Okay, so, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I here need we go. to mop in here. Trashy this day. So it was like let's dirty see. flow. Um, I am gonna grab my mop. I'm gonna mop this floor, Bianch. Wait, are you reading the lyrics or are you just making stuff no, up? No, I'm just, I'm, I had to make something up because it's killing me that I can't match some like fake lyrics to this song. Well, he goes like, there's something rotten here. Say what? You better hold rotten. your nose. Oh, yeah. rotten. There it is. Okay. Yeah. This um, isn't very entertaining. I'm sorry. No, it's insane. I think it's, well, anyway, it's. You were you were asking me about you know does the stress of my job go up and down like the shaggy two dopes <laughs> butt cheeks when he's yeah. fucking your mom in, a motel in the eight. motel eight <laughs> finger in the butt strap by Ray Tag, um, and <laughs> and I, yeah it does go up and down but I don't think it's like a seasonal thing. Uh, this is I haven't talked about this in a long time but I I held the distinguished position of the first best Taco Bell manager mm -hmm. at the third best Taco Bell in Davenport, right. Iowa. Because you used there's to be four, There's four Taco Bells in Davenport, Iowa. Look it up. Um, but, you know, hey, I'm at the third best Taco Bell in Davenport, which it, actually, if you look nationwide, we're easily in the top 20. But I'm the best. Yeah. And I was for years. And, and so then they made me regional manager. You 
nevertheless stayed in the kitchen. You didn't let it go to your head, right? Well, here's the thing. They said, we want you to be regional manager. And I said, oh, wow, that's really great. And they're like, I'm like, so I'll be changing positions? And they said, no, no, you don't understand. You'll be regional manager, and then you'll continue to do everything that you do now, and you'll still have that job too. Whoa. And I said, but those two jobs. And they said, do you want the fucking job? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I guess. And they're like, okay, then. I'm like, well, how many hours? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. And uh, and so I've had, I've I've worn those two hats, except yeah. it's one shitty Taco Bell hat. Right. Um. And um. Uh, and now they're considering me for yet another position. <gasps> okay. And I've decided, yeah. And it's it's a step above that. So it's an yeah. it's an executive manager. Yeah, you're in the leadership. Right? So yeah. And I've asked them again. I'm like, does that mean I finally get to kind of pass the torch? On my, you know, I'm manager of this Taco Bell. Can somebody else take over that job? And they're like, no, no, you'll still be at that Taco Bell. Well, can somebody else take over? No. <laughs> but I, we will ask the questions. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm interviewing for the job. They've, yeah, they like, you know, we have to go through these formalities. We really think that you're the guy for the job. Yeah. Especially because we're going to force you to do two other jobs too. Yeah. Well, really, yeah. And we don't know why you do this to yourself, but because you do this to yourself is why we think you're the man for the job. So let's go through the painful formalities of several interviews. And right. I agreed. So okay. it's not just that all of the taco eaters. And that's not a euphemism. Like these people actually really eat tacos. <laughs> oh yeah, they gobble them up. And when they're done eating tacos, you know, they gallivant off to a sausage party. But that's a literal sausage party. They go where there's lots of Actual different sausages, sausages and they yeah, taste not, sausages. It's a brat. Um, people make sausage. Worst. Yeah, all the worst. Package sausage. So they go off to the sausage party after they, you know, right. munch on a bunch of tacos. Yeah. Anyway. What were we talking about? But what I was saying, yeah, I wasn't Uh, done bitching yet. So here, it's not only the taco munchers and the taco slingers that are stressing me out at my little old Taco Bell, but it's also my very stressful job as the regional manager Yeah. and all of these interviews now and like this uh, sense of maybe self-loathing or masochism that comes with this interview process. I'm putting myself through, and then if they they officially offer me this job, I'm probably going to take it. And then we're, then we're talking about, you know, just piling my plate too high. I've yeah. got a kid to take care of. You also have a podcast, Joe, and I think that you need to think about the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is, what will this job do to the podcast? Will it make you miss episodes then no oh also i also have my own taco stand yeah we know about that yeah i would hate for you to have to lose that right because of this crap um but like i said if the podcast gets to hear you you know moan about being tired all the time i find that entertaining i don't want it for you joe I, i don't want you to be miserable but i'm willing to make the best of it by laughing at you so anyway how have you been i've been good um, <clears throat> um, I don't. How's think your I, move been? Up and down. Up and down. 
Um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not that, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I think I did. I'm switching medications and now I'm down to like a quarter of what I'm used to. Has it been too much of a problem because I've been drinking more or less constantly? But otherwise, I mean, it's been fine. I did have one really testy day and I don't mean the, about balls. Uh, I deserved a kick in the balls for how I was acting. Um, but other than, but other than that day, things have were been you lashing out. No, I was just very irritable. I was just like, you couldn't say anything to me without me being pissed off. It was like, hey, you want lunch? Do I look like someone who eats lunch? So yeah, um, I was gonna talk about something else though. We live in a world where there are more apps than you can shake a stick at, and that includes the virtual Shake a Stick at It app. Apps can do anything these days, can pretty much do everything, from filing your taxes to calling a cab, ordering flowers for your mother on Mother's Day, initiating drone strikes on terrorist regimes, or providing you entertainment with a match-three puzzle game. Indeed, apps are so ubiquitous it begs the question, if an app can't do it, is it even worth doing? Introducing iSmart from Larco. The iSmart app is Wi-Fi enabled, works in sync with your email, and can even link it to a variety of social networks including Facebook, Twitter, Orkut, Pinterest, Pantherist, Panteraist, Panterrorist, Panda Expressionist, Paris Impressionist, Prison Tinder, <laughs> Present Tensor, Kinder Cancer, Tiny Dancer, Dan Fogelberg's My Own Private Snapchat, and the Ted Dance and Sunday Dance No Pants Network. <laughs> Log into iSmart using conventional methods such as a username and password, or you can opt for a fingerprint scan, eye retina scan, breathalyzer, face recognition, blood injection, DNA analysis, or Larco's proprietary pick-a-crotch quiz based on your unique personality profile. Security is rock solid and airtight with 129-bit encryption, which is one more bit than you get with other apps, as well as a built-in VPN. iSmart utilizes a triple stack of USB dongles and requires key agreement, non repudiation, maximal force Fortran bond molding, and a near satanic random number guessing algorithm. Throw your iSmart enabled device at the ocean and it will probably kill all plant life in a 15 mile radius, just in case. Good God. iSmart works on iPhones and Android devices, window phones, and anything else with a computer chip inside it, and let's face it, that's pretty much everything these days. Install iSmart on your TV, your car stereo, your toaster, your wife's vibrating relaxation device, or your husband's inflatable, not tonight, honey, I have a headache substitution device. Install iSmart on your fucking shoelaces if you want to. iSmart is the one app to rule them all, the one app to find them, the one app to bring them all, and in the darkness, find them. Apps do everything. What if you need an app that does nothing? iSmart. What was I going to say? Oh, wait. Here oh, yeah, it is. Now, see, I was using these general terms. There's only one. I'm interviewing with the Chairman Belgrande, <laughs> yeah. Big Cheese Supreme. Whoa. Okay. I, I wrote this down because these titles are, are strange. Yeah, yeah. And at the very top tier of leadership at Taco Bell is the Taco Association Council Organization Bureaucratic <laughs> Entity Legion of Leadership. Legion of Leadership. Okay, yeah. What is that? Is that an acronym? Does that spell a thing? Does that spell a word? Yeah. Yeah, the Taco Association Council Organization Bureaucratic Entity Legion of Leadership. Oh, nice. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's smooth. It's smooth. It's... <laughs> 
it's as smooth as melted cheese. Yeah. Melted and uh, yeah, cheese. at the head of that organization is the chairman, Belgrande, yeah. Big Cheese Supreme. Will you tell a story it. about him? Good night, everybody. <laughs> okay, here's a hard left turn. We are totally changing up the subject. What is your... <laughs> this is a fun question. Um, God, I'm such a dick for saying that. Joe, what is your opinion of cosplay? You like it? You don't like it? You don't care? You got a favorite? What do you say? Uh, well, I guess every once in a while I see images of people dressed up like Wonder Woman or... I almost said Sailor Moon. Nope, you would be wrong. I would not be wrong? You would not be wrong. Randomly out of nowhere, LP the other day goes, Remember Sailor Moon? <laughs> and I was like, Not really. She goes, It's really cool. And I was like, What are you talking about? She was like, I liked Sailor Moon. Look at it. And she turned her phone around, and there were all these wonderful displays of, I mean, it was anime, yeah. like magic like trippy magic and explosions and lights and colors yeah and i was like that's pretty good artwork and she's like that's what i'm talking about i'm like what is it about and she goes i don't know <laughs> the only thing i know about anyway sailor so moon... do pe people do cosplay of sailor moon sailor moon is not around anymore though right or are well, they i mean it's... i think maybe they're making a movie or something and that's why laura was talking about it could be anyway cosplay i think that some of it is really impressive uh -huh. when i see because i see i've also been like not inside comic-con but on the outskirts and <laughs> seriously i've like just yeah. watched people walk by like okay, like enough. parades yeah. of cosplay people yeah. parades of, yeah. and i've seen some pretty impressive shit it's it's like it's like halloween but yeah. like really more expensive it's and, like uh, people take it way more seriously it's it's halloween but fully branded right like whatever yeah, they, yeah. fully branded um and you know some people on halloween go balls out yeah too. absolutely yeah like literally they cut the crotch out of their pants and their nuts are hanging out and they walk around and <laughs> that's they go, their costume what are, what are you for halloween i'm balls out for balls halloween. out yeah what do you think i am yeah if you bring i always go balls out on halloween. <laughs> i always go <laughs> Bring me, bring me a. I go. That's kind of scary, man. And then they go, boom. Cosplay. Cosplay. <laughs> cosplay. Yeah, cosplay. you were telling me, you were asking me, what is my opinion? My yeah, opinion yeah. is some. It's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's two things. For I want to ask you about what you think of it as like being somebody's hobby, because there's people who will like dress up one time because they're really into, you know, Super Mario or whatever. But there are people out there who literally make their living costs of playing and having pictures taken taken of them right you know what i'm talking about they make their living how, how do you how do you make a living like that well it's we live in a society joe <laughs> can't believe i said that um where people are willing to pay private citizens to be allowed to look at photographs and watch short films of them right um yeah here's one that are super nerd you mean like cosplay YouTubers and such? Well, and TikTokers? They, they might be on TikTok. They might be on YouTube. Um, they might be getting sponsorships. They uh, they are on Patreon. They they might even be on the the more adult, uh, um, like OnlyFans type websites. But um, I don't want to conflate the naughty cosplay with cosplay. It's just cosplay in general. Um, 
I want to ask you what you think of it as a as a hobby before we go to as it as a profession as a hobby. If you met someone who's like, yeah, I like to play tennis. I'm really into cosplay. I once gave a hand job to uh, Ronald Reagan Jr. I, I know, weird, right? Would you be like cosplay? What? Or would you be like? Oh, okay. I'd be like, were you, were you cosplaying as Sailor Moon when you jerked off Ronald <laughs> Reagan Jr.? Because that would be interesting. The uh, the only thing I know about Sailor Moon is because we're on that subject now. Um, uh, the porn version I saw. <laughs> Sorry, just you know, it just popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Jerking Ronald Reagan's dick up on down. <laughs> Okay, so I know what I'm going to title today's episode. Um, <laughs> oh, man, that's an unfortunate title yeah. for a podcast. Think of the image I have to come up with to go with it. Um, something insane. Something posse. Something club. Poor Sailor Moon. That's all yeah. I have to say, preemptively. I'd but, like to feel sorry for Sailor Moon so for if, the image that you're about to make. <laughs> that's a good point. If you're, But what's your opinion? Like, if someone's into cosplay, that's their hobby. What do you think? You're like, oh, cool, it's a hobby, just the same as if you were a hedge maze maker. But Or do you think, like, oh, God, what's wrong with you? Are you five? I'd, you know what? I don't like to pathologize hobbies, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, me neither. So I think, I, it's, I think, it, I think it's really artistic. I, I think much. that... I think that hobbies are really healthy for people, uh-huh. you know, and uh, my hobbies are kind of weird. Like podcasting is kind of a weird hobby. Kind of. It's very know? self-indulgent, right? That's what we do it because it we're is. both narcissists. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there might be something pathological about our hobby. There's definitely something pathological. Well, well, well each hobby. of us, we have more than one hobby, though, That's don't true. we, Jason? This we is do. just one of many hobbies that we are you and I take in. We're hobbyists. We're hobby. We are hobby to, hobby to the max. So, yeah, I'm I agree Hobby with you. Brown. Here, my prerogative. Here, maybe this is maybe the, okay. So I brought up cosplay because it's been on my mind. Did you like that early '90s reference, I or did was that like late that. '80s? Good God, that was. God, old. You might even been late '80s. What were we talking about? Cosplay. Um, cosplay. It's been on my mind. I think it's a healthy hobby. Damn it. I I go on Instagram and like Instagram is like, hey, you once clicked on a picture of a nun wearing stilettos and beating a gorilla with a jackhammer, so we're gonna show you other photos like that right that's how instagram works you know what i'm talking about you roboted out a little bit there did you say beating off a gorilla with a jackhammer if you like yeah absolutely i a don't nun. think i a nun beating I... off a gorilla with a jackhammer Wait, all right I... okay I now might that's ro- cosplay yeah no <laughs> i have no I'm idea what i was sorry. talking about just now i um... totally fucked you up i'm sorry man <laughs> it's totally it's it's hilarious this children do not drink double IPAs because this is what happened and I'm looking at my microphone with sincerity on my face as if they can see me <laughs> anyway what were we talking about cosplay I bring it up uh-huh. because I have had some a lot of cosplay on my Instagram and I, I end up following a few people I'm like yeah wow you're freaking talented and also I will admit wow you are freaking hot right it all, it's uh, all yes many cosplayers that's true. Like some of them are just smoking hot, and the yeah. fact that they're dressed up like Batwoman just right. kind of adds to it. Well, it's a, know, it's on a fantasy level. It is a, I I would call it like a a subgenre or a sub schism of whatever of the cosplay thing. Like there is definitely people people like buying pictures of very of sexy people, and these sexy people happen to be dressed up like uh, the Little Mermaid, or whatever, right? Are there cosplayers that aren't super hot? I mean, 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw somebody dressed up like the Incredible Hulk. And, that, and again, that's not a pathological thing. But if you are if you dress up like the Incredible Hulk and you go around and you smash puppies with your fists. Yeah. You can't do that. You say oh. Hulk smash and then you smash a puppy. Oh, Hulk would never smash a puppy. Would he? No. No. Well, the Hulk has poor impulse control. He does. Let's face a, it. But a puppy, who would ever, who would even have the impulse to beat a what puppy? What if a puppy nipped at the Incredible Hulk's heel and the Incredible Hulk, who has very poor impulse control and he has anger issues, I think that's that's clear, wouldn't he perhaps snap and squish the puppy? You know, okay. I'm gonna and then grant- he'd be angry at himself and then yeah, maybe exactly. punch himself in the face and he'd go flying into a building and knock the building over. Killing more puppies because it was killing a, more was, puppies and then being more angry at himself and yeah. kicking himself in the balls, and flying up in the air and coming down on that because uh, he's balls out for Halloween. He's <laughs> and he kicks himself in the balls and then he flies up and then comes back down because he's up on down. <laughs> You're on a freaking roll, dude. Go. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's the end um, of my incredible Hulk beating the shit out of himself and killing puppies story. <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Sometimes it's hard to come up with blurbs for the show. Um, okay, I'll just take some notes. Hulk. Um, shame. Puppies. I think you had a point to the cosplay thing, though. Um, that I mean, yes. I keep distracting you. Like really, okay. I can't. I'm not. I'm trying to stick with you, and I'm. I'm. Fucking, I can't think straight. Man. No, no, it's way better. You're making my extremely <clears throat> boring thing more interesting. So, um, a lot of cosplay on my Instagram. That's fine. And uh, is there a this... lot of splooge on your computers? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not jerking off to the cosplay. <laughs> I have in the past, but it wasn't because it was cosplay per se. It was because that particular performer tickled my fancy. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So, um... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm scared. What? What's funny? Uh, I don't know. I just can't stop thinking about Batgirl and Wonder Woman. And right. Jason's yeah, like, I really, really, really like cosplay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, there is some sexy stuff out there also, but in general. I've seen it. That's why. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking that, because I'm like, oh, shit. I saw and, somebody dressed like Harley Quinn one day, and I was exactly. like. Whoa. Exactly. Well, the way Harley Quinn is marketed is as a, you know, sexual thing. And so it makes sense that the cosplay would be in that vein. It's not like you're going to take Holly Quinn and be like, this is what Holly Quinn would be if she was a, bur- a suburban housewife and part-time accountant and sold um, macrame on eBay or whatever. I don't know. Look, this is what I'm talking about. You can distract me all you want, but normally when I look at this cosplay in a non-sexual way, I'm very impressed by what they do. And what occurs to me is, because I feel like I'm a bit of an artist, what occurs to me is, Wow, this artist, because they are their artists, this artist put so much time and care and and expertise into this. I'm really, really impressed, right? That's often my reaction. And I know people are only posting the best of themselves on Instagram, and there's probably some really crappy cosplay out there. But I tell you what, if they were earnest, I think I'm going to like it. Well, they're they're costume designers. They're makeup artists. Absolutely. They're hairstylists. 
And let's not forget, let's you're you make you make excellent points. Let's not forget that a lot of the time cosplayers are cosplaying characters from a universe so freaking complicated, mostly because it's been written by a whole lot of uh horny single nerds. Um mm-hmm. the fact that these cosplayers come up with ways of being um true to what they're cosplaying. They don't just half ass it. It's like they do everything. It's like Remember that one time in that one episode where this dude took uh, uh, a banana to the forehead and a piece of the banana fell on his shoulder? That's that's what I did right here. Look at this. Look look where I painted that on my shoulder. And like everybody at the cosplay convention is like, yeah, we saw that. That was completely awesome. Uh, for Fred looked it up just to make sure you were um, right. But yeah, you did that. That's that's amazing. I think that's beautiful, Joe. That's not what yeah, my point it, is, though. Well, the more we talk about it, the more respect I have for true cosplayers I'm, now I'm, now i'm gonna delineate between people that are just phoning it in and people yeah. that really fucking take it seriously yeah, yeah. I, I think you know? that it, i think it, people that don't understand that people that misunderstand cosplay are probably going to pathologize the people that are actually really good at it yeah you know, like oh yeah. well why how would you how could you spend so much of your time doing something so childish and stupid yeah. i think no the people no. that really spend a lot of time on it look at the, all of the different skill sets they have absolutely yeah how artistic what craftsmen they really are and yeah. craftswomen yeah craftspeople no no that's an excellent point regardless of one's appreciation of the final aesthetic the fact that they put so much care and practice and knowledge into it i'm impressed and I'm not being sarcastic, but here's my point, Joe. Here's my point, Joe. That's been happening. But the other day, I came across a cosplayer, and I was not impressed with the care and the intelligence and the uh, dexterity and the wisdom and the charisma and the strength that went into... Fortitude. That went into... Yeah. <laughs> this thing. I, I was that it didn't even occur to me that that had happened. Okay. What was the character? Tell me um, more. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm drunk now. So I'm going to say it. It's this uh, cosplayer. Her name is Jenny with a G D D I go look her up. Jenny D. She's a professional. She is a professional. Um, and am I understanding you correctly? This is this. She phoned it in this. Time. No, no. Or it was, the point. illusion was so complete. Exactly. That, okay. I It did not occur to me that what, what I was looking at was fictive, right? She, Which is, let me tell you what I was watching. She's dressed up like a an evil Russian jester elf. I don't know how else to put it. She's dressed like an elf. She's got the long ears. She's got pointy teeth. And she's talking in a very pseudo-innocent humorous way about doing terrible things to people and i i don't remember off the top of my head exactly what she said but something about you know hey it's it's really good to kill him and eat him no that's not exactly what she said anyway point is joe it did not occur to me that there was effort or care or she was she was the, and it's a silly character the illusion was complete oh, it and was, you just felt you were like wow what a really scary russian evil elf yeah. Goblin. It's it was so thorough, it was so complete, it was like watching Jordan dunk or watch Gretzky mm. everything and watch Larry Bird dunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you're seeing you're seeing Tony like Tony. Your Hawk. range of examples is is, is astonishing, man. It is. Wow. You, no, you watch like you Branch watch out there. you watch Tony Hawk and you're like 
even when he fucks up, he fucks up better than you could do the thing he fucked up on. You know what I'm saying? You just, yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm watching this just Ginny D and I'm like, I'm not into the things that you're talking about, but I want to get into them now. Like I like, I have a question I, for yeah. you. Do these people end up working for the film industry because they, they're putting on, they're displaying skill sets that yeah. are useful no, that's and a very good point. I don't know industry. if that's the case, but I, gosh, I hope that to the extent that they benefit from it, I hope they do. Yeah, absolutely. No, this 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 I young bet lady. There's some cosplayers that ended up getting jobs and I hope so. Studios or, or well deserved like, as they deserve the working money, on and films. we deserve yeah. to see the product of it in the films that we watch. Yeah, this this particular young lady, Ginny D, she does lots of things. She's also a musician. And um, it, it, this is her job. This is what she does for a living. She posts videos on YouTube. She posts to Instagram, and the money rolls in. I hope a lot, but um, does she do any superheroes? I always think of people dressing up like superheroes because, yeah. again, I've I've been right downtown San Diego as Comic Con was happening, and you just see one, people yeah. walk by and the the cosplay, anything from total bullshit, effortless bullshit like yeah. the worst night of halloween with the drunkest assholes sure there's that and then there's like somebody who looks like the incredible hulk that is they look like they weigh a ton and yeah and yeah. i don't even know how they did it there's like robotics involved right shit right. like that yeah it's incredible um, so um, do you does this does this woman do any superheroes too, or does she just make up her own characters like the evil Russian goblin? Okay, so the evil Russian goblin, which now, if anybody finds out who I'm talking about, her apparently her name is Jester. Anybody who finds out is like, you guys don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, which is, you know, de rigueur. Um I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. No, mostly what she does is what I've seen is cosplay related to um, Dungeons and Dragons or D and D cosplay. I was yeah, just or anime that. or some other things. I mean, she's very versatile. Obviously, the most recent one I saw, she was doing. I think she was doing. Um, uh, who's the one? The princess that everyone said you're ugly, but she was really beautiful. And there's a glass slipper and um, Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> and Ginny, if you're listening to this, she's and, nobody's fool. I hope you're not because we're terrible people. Um, she don't know what she's got till it's gone. I'm sorry if I misidentified what you did as Cinderella, but I am a 49-year-old man. Um, anyway, Joe, this is what I'm getting at. It's like, I think one could venture to define art as... A thing a person does such that another person might someday do it to the point that you don't even fucking know what you're looking at. You're so freaking odd. That, I mean, I would reword it for Webster's, right? But, like, I don't know that I would have called cosplay art until I saw this young lady. Right? Did I'm, she make up that character? Because at that no, point, she it's clearly art. No, no, she didn't. But she do, has done characters of her own creation. Um, but... Well, I was always impressed by cosplay. Very much think they were great. But it didn't occur to me that it was an art until I saw her. And I'm not saying that she's the only artist. All Retroactively, I grant artitude. Art? Artitude. Artist-hood. Artist <laughs> artist 
Artitude. I like Artitude better. Artitude. You got a bad Artitude, motherfucker. That's right. Um, I grant it to all of them because if you do cosplay and it's your passion, yeah, you're an artist. But um, I want to ask you about that. Like in general, and we only have 15 minutes left, but um, and also have to wicked take a piss. But um, I don't recognize that was not the proper use of wicked. Um, Joe, what do you think about this idea that unless it is able to transcend in some way, a thing can't be art, whatever it is. And anything that does transcend is art, whatever it is. What I get that? confused. I get confused on the difference or like the overlap between my conception of what art is yeah. and what craft is. Okay. Because fair to me, cosplay seems like craftsmanship more than anything else. I would it doesn't call- seem necessarily like art because to me, art is creating something. Art, art, but but not just reproducing something. Okay, fair enough. Creating something new. So cosplay to me seems more of a craft as opposed to an an art. Sure. But then there's there there are different definitions because if you go well I'm an artist I'm a visual artist mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're creating new stuff you could be a you could be a um, I don't know what what you call these types of artists where you just you're you just do portraits it's all realist it's yeah. it's all realism right and and that's that seems to me like a craft right a visual craft with a with visual medium you know what I mean yeah no I so got I you get, yeah I'm. I'm muddy on my my definitions. Normally, when I think of artistry, I think of creativity. Okay. And when I think of creativity, I think it has the potential to transcend. Okay. You mean transcend like reality, like send you into... Well, like the experience I had with Ginny D, where you look at and you go, oh, I get it now. Oh, that, oh... You know, it's just this feeling of Where this, it's, oh. it kind of transports you. It's yeah. it envelops your consciousness and yeah. you, not f- tricks you necessarily, no. but it, it knocks you into a suspense of of disbelief. A maybe. suspense of yes, this idea that like, hey, here's something remarkable that you know, and you know what, you already knew it. It's like that feeling of satisfaction. Anyway, um, that's what I think art is, but. The, the thing I'm going for is that if there's a thing that can supply that kind of transcendence that we were just talking about, can we call it art? In this case, I understand what you mean by cosplay being craft. Absolutely. And let's not be, let's, let, let's be very clear. Craftspersonship is remarkable. And I put it on the same uh, tier as art. But um, Yeah, and people use their craftsmanship to create art. Yes, absolutely, or the lack yeah. of uh, Yes. Yeah. No, no, we would never poo-poo the obvious uh, intrinsic beauty of, of really good craftspersonship. But um, so I, I get where you're coming at from the standpoint of there's a lot of craft that goes into cosplay. And if it's a hobby, that's essentially what a hobby is. It is the craft approach to something interesting, right? Um, Look, I think that some hobbies are someone partakes in art. That, that I think yeah, yeah. that some artists are not professional artists; they do it right in their free time. But but it is it is art, and perhaps well, yeah. also craft. But you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, one definition of art is something that is um, novel and useful. 
usually useful to an emotional understanding or an appreciation. Even It could even be technical appreciation, right? You mentioned realist. There are realist painters that are there. And the, the art is the awe you feel when you look at something. Realize this guy or gal painted this. This isn't a photograph, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's an artistry to that, obviously. You and I have access to digital tools that allow us to do things that would look like what an artist would do. And we could represent ourselves as, look what we created. But the truth of the matter is, the true artist will have added something to it. There will be a feeling to it. A, a, a soul will be inside it. And you can, and everyone can tell the difference. No two people would ever be able to... No human being would ever deny that there is a significant difference between looking at Van Gogh in person and looking at it on a video screen. Anybody who had both experiences would be like... Yeah, you can totally tell the difference, right? Can I present a challenge to you? Maybe yeah, we please can do, because uh, I am... Yeah, go ahead. Well, transcendent creativity. Perhaps perhaps it will be art. Uh-huh. I would like to obscenitize superhero names. <laughs> For the last 10 minutes of this show? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that's a good idea. I was really droning on and on. I imagine, Joe, you have some in mind already. Well, one came to mind, and then I'm like, hey, this would be good because we've been talking about cosplay for the last three and a half hours. So <laughs> we <laughs> maybe were also we could, talking you know, about the nature of art. We were talking about. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> no, I one came to mind because I was talking about um, the really hot Harley Quinn, you know, makes you want to like duck out, duck out into a bathroom, squeeze one off. Right. And then I was like, well, then, you know, she'd be Harley Quinn and I'd be the ejoculator. <laughs> there you go. This spring, you can watch TV or you can watch HBO. Or if you want to watch something on your phone while you sit in the waiting room at the dentist's office, you can watch the newest HBO comedy hour featuring legendary humorist and Batman's archenemy, the Joker. The Clown Prince of Crime is back with his lighthearted brand of relatable levity. So I was killing this guy the other day, and he was like, no, no, please, and I want my mommy. So I killed him some more, and he screamed and cried until I killed him to death. This time, the Joker has the audience rolling in the aisles in their own blood as he dishes out new classics and old gems like... What did the priest say to the rabbi? He didn't say anything because I killed him in the face with a machine gun. Laugh until you die as everyone's favorite malignant psychopath releases poisonous gas into the crowd and spins unforgettable tales from his childhood. Most serial killers like myself start fires and abuse animals throughout their childhood. When I was a kid, I thought I'd kill two birds with one stone. And after the birds were dead, I killed two puppies with one blowtorch. In this latest special, the Joker branches out and ventures into new comedy territory. What do you call two superhero porn stars doing a Shizer film? Shatman and Throbbin. HBO Comedy Hour. The Joker. Premiering this Sunday after Game of Boners. 
<laughs> what was that? I sound like fucking Scooby-Doo. I mean, the ejoculator. Yeah. I feel like I'm and, uh, but uh, and then I was like, should I obscenitize? How could you obscenitize Harley Quinn? And I was like, oh, that's easy, gnarly queef. I mean, fuck. Oh, God. Sure, gnarly queef. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go ahead and do that, if we're gonna obscenitize things, it is. I think it's interesting to note that Harley Quinn possesses a certain something that even if she had a gnarly queef i would still be attracted to said queef you know what i'm saying it would it wouldn't matter right right and that if, thing if she's harley got... quinn blew my hair back with a pussy fart oh, yeah i didn't it help. wouldn't it wouldn't turn me off no, no. by the way i don't have any hair this this is pure fiction my hair <laughs> harley quinn's vagina the fart coming out of it oh, all of it. None of it's real. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I'm getting at. It's the heart of Quinn possesses a certain something. And she's a fictional queer character. She's been shaped by society in some respects because of the beauty she has a of fictional her vagina. And she's got a fictional vagina. That's right. Um, but certainly there is a certain something about her that resonates. And that's where the, you know, the art part come, come, comes in. Somebody could make the claim that, well, comic books aren't art. And another person could say, have you ever jerked off thinking about Harley Quinn? Then yeah, it's art because if you can jerk off to it, it's art. Well, you were getting off track here. Why don't you obscenitize Superman for me? Okay, um, super, su- you do it. Super Superman. Uh, pooper hand. Pooper hand. That's okay. He just he fists people. That's okay. What he does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pooper, pooper hand. hand. So we're get- good. Okay. I can just I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm going off. Uh, look, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. Right. So I can like say Batman, ha, it's fat cock man. Cause I can just, right. That's, that's the spirit. And yeah. Throbin, fat cock man and Throbin. I don't think I made that up. I think I heard that in a rap once. Shat man and Throbin. Anyway, um, who else? Um, Wolverine would be. Wolver penis. Over penis. That's good. Now, oh, you know what? We're already penis. out. We're out, guys. Yeah. All four of you listeners, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> it's over you know, now. No, look, this is episode 210. Uh, so, and that's that's the truth. So, anyone listening to this, if maybe it's the first time they've listened to us, wow, if you lasted this long, thank you. But yeah. I was just trying to think of another obscenitized superhero, and I, and I got nothing. nothing. I feel like what that is really worth it, though. I think that if I sit down when my brain is working a little bit, uh huh. Better than it is now. I could maybe come up with a list of these and then uh, entertain our audience. If you do it right, maybe you could post it on like a Facebook thread and like a bunch of people contribute. You know, like like that. Remember that time you did that with uh, what was it? Was it like cooking pop punk bands and cooking? What was it? Food. Food. Just making bands edible. Yeah, that's right. That's it it what seemed it was. to trigger your brain into some sort of. Uh, like you were you were firing on all pistons. Yeah. Well, like for you, me, you came up with like five hundred edible band names. I did. It was incre- yeah. It was incredible. There were all like incredible with... Hulk smashing puppies. Right. Yeah. Beating himself Fuck up. Those puppies. Fuck them. Puppies. Um. 
I love puppies. Um, yeah, no, I love wordplay, right? The idea that just you take a thing and move a few letters around and you got a new thing. I just, yeah, I just love that. And so I think you should do the same. Uh, what were we, what were we going to do? Um, I was just going to obscenitize a bunch of superheroes. That's it. Yeah. I bet you There's get a so lot many people. superheroes. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking Iron Man. Right. I got nothing. Uh, the best thing to come up with su- for Superman was pooper hand. That's well, weak, man. It rhymes. You're not on the top of your game. It's fine. You're still playing. I do like gnarly queef, though. Uh, That's good. Yes. And you didn't even give me a courtesy chuckle. I'm like, that was the best part of the whole evening for me. <laughs> gnarly queef. <laughs> well, I well, I apologize for not giving you that courtesy chuckle. I, I think I had a little too much reverent respect for the idea, Joe. Hey, can be... you tell me why yeah. a bunch of women right now are into um, Groucho Marx eyebrows? This lady is my wife. You should be ashamed. If this lady is your wife, you should be ashamed. Okay, a couple things pop into my head. First of all, one... I'm into it. Like if uh, a gal has very much blonde hair, but huge, not blonde eyebrows, turn on. If a woman has a, a very obviously a Mediterranean look and she's got the big eyebrows, turn on. I don't have a problem with it, Joe. What's your I, problem? With I it? don't have a problem with natural eyebrows. Okay. What I find bizarre is that more and more, I see these really attractive women that have painted on these crazy Groucho Marx-looking eyebrows, okay. and it totally takes me out of the experience. And that, well, this is just my own taste. Sure, I'm, sure. I am totally fucking justified. I can I can feel weird about the Groucho oh, Marx. Sure. Apparently, everybody fucking loves it, but me. So I like. It. I just it's I just wonder, what? have you noticed it? Is it just me? It seems like a trend lately. No, I haven't and, noticed it. I personally, maybe I take it for granted because I like it so much. No, pretty much the only thing I've noticed is that in the last two years, TikTok has been the sole contributor to the sales of yoga pants. That's the only thing I can think. Some eyebrows bother me. Like I was telling you, <laughs> the, the big Groucho marks painted on eyebrows. They they don't they don't really bother me. They just I feel like that woman. I'm not as attracted to that hot woman as I would be if she didn't have the huge painted on eyebrows. Sure, sure. It You're doesn't even take hurt. away the woman's attractiveness. It just kind of like takes it down a couple notches. But sure. who who gives a shit? That right, woman's right. not trying to be attractive for me anyway. I don't care. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But when I see like news, sometimes I'll watch like local newscasts. Sure. On YouTube, mm-hmm. and some of those people, I feel like. They just don't even care anymore. Like some of the the <laughs> anchors and the reporters and shit, yeah. and some are like old dudes. Yeah. And there's big old scraggly fucking eyebrows <laughs> and like air, hair just gushing out of their ears. Yeah. And uh, that phrase that I used, we were watching some documentary that took place in France in the eighties, and uh, <laughs> and there were th- there was this newscaster they kept showing some French newscaster in the eighties and his eyebrows were fucking atrocious. Yeah. They were crazy, scary looking big old, like they stuck way out. Remember I told you this story before you have, and absolutely. I turned, 
I t- and he he was is old and there's hair all over his face and I turned <laughs> to Laura and I said, "You look at the fucking caterpillars on that fucking werewolf." <laughs> Jesus Christ! You gonna make me pee my pants? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've lately I've been seeing eyebrows like that. I, okay. Maybe I do have some fixation on eyebrows. You might. I'm, ir- I'm irritated by yeah. eyebrows, man. And, and that's fine. You're allowed to be. I think the tenor of this conversation should be focused less on the ubiquity of gigantic eyebrows and more on you're allowed to like what you want and not like what you don't want. I'm no slightly put off by big Groucho marks painted on eyebrows. They don't really irritate me, but big fucking caterpillars on a werewolf newscaster that bothers right makes me want to turn into the hulk smash a puppy punch myself in the fucking balls and then fly up on down into a fucking (laughs) skyscraper knock the skyscraper over it lands on a dog park i've killed a bunch more puppies and i need to kick the shit out of myself some more because i'm the incredible hulk the incredible hulk um Every time, this is a true, this is absolutely 100% true. It has nothing to do with anything, but it's true. I'm not lying when I say this. I do not know why this happens. But every time anybody mentions the Incredible Hulk, I can't help but think about Vanessa Carlton. I do not know why. In my head, Who is the Vanessa same. Carlton? She's a brilliant singer, songwriter. Uh, I, I think she's, she used to be a, a talented ballerina, and then she went into songwriting. Um, you've heard her songs. She's a delight. Um, I could play one, I guess, or just name one. Um, Does she sing the, the, the smash hit? <laughs> smash hit, huh? I don't know. Hulk smash at puppies. I saw her perform once um, here in Seattle, Texas, and uh, you know it was really, really, really good. It was a small venue. Um, let me let me see if I can find a song you definitely know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what this association between the Hulk and Vanessa Carlton is for you. Do you are do you know? Have you figured it out? I have no idea. I don't know. I think there might be. And I haven't discovered it yet, so this could be wrong, but I think there might be some weird route in my brain between her and the Hulk. And I think one of the places it goes is, um, oh, I just had it in my head. Now I don't have it, have it anymore. But Vanessa Carlton like, was a ballerina and the Hulk was in this video game that I played once with this brand new superhero who's Indian, like my wife. And I'm just like, somehow they're connected. I don't know how, but somehow... Does Vanessa Carlton ever have big, poofy, purple hair? No, but... Like 80s-style, big, big purple hair? No, but she did Lou Ferrigno did when he was the Hulk. Remember that? Okay, fair enough. Like 80s hairband purple hair. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, I'm I'm looking for Lou Ferrigno connections for some reason. I I don't know why. I I appreciate you taking the Taco Bell approach with this. Um, Mm -hmm. She, um... Uh, Hulk, what was it? Oh, she did a, a, a cover of Rolling Stones Painted Black. Okay. Oh, man. And it's just, her rendition is good. I think that song is amazing, and I really like how people cover it in their own way. I, you know, it's one of those it's one of those songs that stands on its own. It's also skeletal in the sense that you can put your own flesh on it and make something, you know, really yeah. sensuous, right? 
Yeah, so she did one. Vanessa Carlton did a Paint of Black. And have you seen the video for Paint of Black? The, the, for the Rolls no, version? but if she did, if she renamed it Paint It Green, then I would understand the association with the Hulk. Okay, you got it right. But if you watch the Rolling Stones video for Paint It Black, there's a dude in it who's kind of, he's not Hulk-like, but we're getting closer. I mean, if you have to compare this guy to Vanessa Carlton or to Hulk, you're, you're going Hulkwards with the comparison, not her. So, I mean, it could be that. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird, man. I don't get it. Do you know that I was I was afraid of Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk when I was a small child? That's what my dad tells me. What, what are we afraid of the the, the the actor? He well, he made me made me cry when I was a very small child. Lou Ferrigno would come onto the screen, yell with but big purple hair, smash through a wall, and and I would cry. So it wasn't Lou Ferrigno, the hard of hearing bodybuilder. It was the It character. was Lou Ferrigno dressed up like a huge green monster. Yeah, but he yeah. was portraying a character. It's not something he'd like in real life. So it wasn't him. I would it? like to blame Lou Ferrigno. So in your baby mind, you're like, do I don't it. know what it is about this guy. He's a bodybuilder. He's fucking deaf. I don't know. I don't like it. Cry, cry, cry. Is that what you're saying? I, let's face it. Anybody that painted themselves green, put a big purple wig on, and then screamed really loud and burst through the wall probably yeah. would have scared me when I was a little child. Okay, fair enough. It right. just happened to be Lou Ferrigno, the bodybuilder, so, you, so okay, I'm focused yeah. on him, and I'd like to blame him for what he's done. You know, I think that's honestly not a thing about that's reasonable, Joe. Very reasonable. Lou Ferrigno, respect, but buddy, so you better. Ejaculate! <laughs>